Buenos dias, one-leg faders. Today's topics are the Mavs A-plus draft, trades, and free agency. We also got a special guest, Kenny's brother from another mother, Flacco the Taco. This or that, the service industry, and top three, bottom three TV series. But first, a 30-second sponsor spot from Anchor.fm. Hey, Dallas Maverick nerds. It's time for the podcast that you didn't ask for. This is One Leg Faded with your hosts, Munoz and Toronto. You guys sound like a law firm. This is so stupid. Just record what you're supposed to record. Come on. And you can take that with you. All right. What's up, One Leg Faders? I'm back. Why are you yelling? (laughs) Who's yelling? Me? You. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. Stop yelling at me. I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. Do I sound loud? No, just yelling at the, yelling mm-hmm. at the listeners. <laughs> My wife says I'm screaming. She can hear from the outside. <laughs> I'm amped up. I've been gone. For, I've been gone for two weeks. I'm amped up. Don't point at her. You'll get mad. Yeah, I pointed mad. at my wife. She said, don't do that. I'm sorry. Well, anyways, I'm back. So I won't be so loud. Maybe it was just my mic. But I'm back after a long vacation in the mountains in Arkansas. I guess I was, I was excited. It? Did y'all see any, uh, any uh, good things out there in the mountains? Oh, yeah. All we saw was the wind, felt the breeze, the trees, and fire. It's all we saw, man. There was no Wi-Fi, no service. I was making these huge bonfires, like Texas A&M, man. My wife is getting all scared. And uh, just us in the nature, man. No Wi-Fi, no service. It was beautiful. It was amazing. You ever been out there to Arkansas? I've been through Arkansas, but I, don't, I never really spent any time there. Oh, man, you go check it out. We went to Mount Ida. Beautiful scenery. There's mountains everywhere. It just smells so good. It's awesome. The one thing, though, man, it was you and the nature. She had to walk around, make some fires, no Wi-Fi. You had to drive like 35 minutes if you need anything. Luckily, All right, hold on. You said it was just you and the nature's. And you had to sit around and make the fires. Why is everything plural with you? Why, those are words that should be singular coming out of your mouth. Everything is plural with you. You don't have to add an S to every word that you use. It just doesn't make any damn sense. I think it just sounds better, maybe. I don't know. I don't no, know it doesn't. I do I'm telling you, it doesn't sound better. It sounds, <laughs> okay. sounds dumb. <laughs> All right. Well, I, well, thanks for helping me with my grammar. I told you from day one on this podcast, this grammar was going to be really bad. We had a we had a good show last week without you, but one of the questions that I proposed to Dirtbag was, what do you think Mike's first language is? Because I don't think it's Spanish, and it sure as hell ain't English, so what the hell is your first language? We, nobody knows. It's Spanglish, man. It's, it's, a, it's both of them put together. No, it's not Spanglish, it's not Spanglish either, because you barely even speak Spanish. Man, it's called Morton Elementary Education. That's what it's called. Shout out to Alex. You know what I'm talking about. The Morton Mighty Moes. That education was horrible back then. Well, anyways, I don't know if you would have been able to handle it, Kenny, because with your materialistic self, it uh, out there in the wilderness by yourself, I don't know, man. The showers, there was we didn't shower for like three days. Just fire, drinks. So You barely shower anyway. And grilling, <laughs> barbecue, man. Barbecue and grilling is beautiful. I loved it. So y'all didn't have Wi-Fi, so y'all just had to talk to each other. So who did the most talking? Was that you or did Lauren oh, talk you more? Know, we're both talkers, so <laughs> it was a lot of talking. Uh, just yeah. her in the mountains having to listen to you all day long. God, y'all are still together? Yeah, so it's funny because she just talks just as much as me. So she'll go for 20 minutes, and then I'll go for 20 minutes. So we have oh, long, wow. long conversations. Well, anyways, good, man, man. Uh, I was gone for one week, and I hear the, the podcast y'all made, and the audio sound like crap took two weeks for y'all to edit it 
And then when I was listening to the whole damn show, all I heard was Kenny going, man, is this going to be over yet? It's going to be over yet? When a tarnation is going on with y'all, man. Tarnations? What do you? Uh, First of all, what what is that word? Yeah, where'd you get that from? We've been watching <laughs> cartoons. Yeah, that from the mountains. You found it on the side of the one of the trails you were hiking. Or yeah, man, the tarnation trail. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you need to go, if you need to figure out what happened, just go back and listen to it. We don't got time for that. We got a big show today. The Mavericks draft. I am going to say an A, and I don't even want to mess around. I want to get, I want to get right to the Mavericks draft um, because we have a guest, a special guest on the show today. My boy Flaco, aka Miguelito, aka Junito, he's going to be uh, joining us for the second half of the show. So he'll do this or that, and he'll do top three, bottom three. So let's go ahead and uh, knock out this uh, Mavs talk. How about it? All right, let's do it. All right. So first of all, I'm going to go ahead and start with our first pick, Josh Green. What do you think about Josh Green out of Arizona, the uh, the Australian-born Josh Green? Oh, I liked him, man. The one thing that I liked about him was his wingspan. Found out his wingspan is 6'10 wingspan, man. So he's going to be long, be a good defender. He's going to be one of those guys who just stops everyone. That's sort of what the Lakers were like. Everyone was long. And when Toronto Raptors, when they played, they had everyone long. And it's just... I think that's what we need. Long defensive players, shooters, and Luca, And then we can go. So I liked him, man. Yeah, we definitely had a special type of player that we went after in this draft. So I do like Josh Green. He only had one year in uh, Arizona, but both of his parents were apparently professional basketball players in Australia. His mom and his dad been around ball his whole life. They said that his three-pointer, you know, wasn't that consistent, but in looking at, it, at his actual shot, it looks solid. He's got a good rotation. It looks like a solid jump shot. There's no hitches in it. It doesn't look weird at all. So I think just practice, he could become a, a really good 3 and D guy for us because that's definitely what we needed. So, uh, and then I think he's got like a 46-inch, 47-inch vertical or something crazy. I don't know. I mean, he's got a, that's what he said. Oh, yeah. So that's perfect because one of the things I hated about our playoff run is all of our tiny guards. Seth Curry, which has been traded, and we'll talk more about that later. Oh, J.J. Barea, yeah. uh, Trey Burks, uh, Jalen Brunson, even though Jalen Brunson missed the playoffs. Um, those are just tiny guards, man. And, you know, we need big, athletic, defensive guys on the perimeter to guard other teams' three-pointers. But we also need guys that don't have to be wide open to get their shots off. You know, whenever, whenever the uh, Clippers were running at our shooters, you know, it, they it would run them off the spot and they would have to put the ball on the ground and pass or they would have to, you know, instead of taking a, a three, they would have to, you know, get inside the arc and shoot a long two. You know, bigger guys don't have to do that. They can shoot over the top. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I, so the, the number one pick, Josh Green, really liked him. We'll go ahead and go right into it. With our with a 31st pick in the draft, uh, Dallas picked up uh, Tyrell Terry, and I really didn't know that much about that guy. Do you know any? Did you, did you know much about that guy? No, I didn't know anything about him until they dropped him, and I started reading up about him. So, no, I just know he's a heck of a shooter. So, so that's your commentary. Thanks. All right, <laughs> we'll move on to the next one. No, I, I want to talk about him a little bit because yeah. he averaged 14 and a half points, four and a half rebounds, three and a half assists, and a steal and a half in 32 minutes. He's six three. So again, a shorter guy, but it looks like he is a three-point sharpshooter, over 40%, and not scared to take him. So he's kind of like that new generation of point guard that, that wants to shoot, which is fine, because if he goes in the game with Luka, you know, he's another ball-handling creator, 
that Luca can play with, but he wants to shoot. Yeah. Um, so that's perfect. You know, that's yeah. perfectly fine. The problem with, with our lineup last year was with DeLon Wright and Luca in the game. DeLon doesn't want to shoot. He wants to penetrate and he wants to create, and he's good at that. But you don't need two creators on the floor at the mm -hmm. same time. But we had to play him at the same time because DeLon is big and he can, and he can guard and, you know, match up against, you know, the bigger 3 and D guys. But he doesn't want to shoot. So he would pass up three-point shots because it's it's his shot is more of a push set shot. So he doesn't even really even elevate. So that's not the type of player that needs to play side by side with, with Luca. This kid could potentially be that. But we'll see. You know, I I think that he'll potentially be the tenth, eleventh guy, you know, on the bench. The future will tell with him. So that 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 pick was good. The next the next pick that we got was uh was Tyler Bay. And apparently he slipped in the draft. He was supposed to go in the in the high 20s, and he ended up lasting till 36. Let me look him up here real quick. So here's a, here's another one. Six foot seven wing, uh, uh, six foot seven uh, height, but he has a seven one wingspan oh, nice. with a with a combine record vertical at 43 and a half inches. Holy crap. Ooh, nice, nice. That's gonna put him and the other guy long arms. That's what we need: long arms and people that can jump. Just play D. And back to the Terry draft that we got, when I did research him, when you were saying earlier, you know, our guys last year, they would run up to him when they were shooting threes, they couldn't do anything. Well, I found out that he actually has a driver and this soft little floater that he did a lot. So all he would do was shoot threes and if they did run up on him, he would drive and do that soft little floater. So he can do both. So I think that's tremendous to have because like you said last year, they'd pass it to him and if they couldn't get a three off, we were done. They would have to give it back to Luca, and he would have to create. And it, it happens so many times. So with that, hopefully he might get in. But that's what we need more of. People that when you run them off, they either hit the three or they can at least drive in and do something with it. What'd you say that Bay's guy elevation was? What? His vertical? Uh, 43 and a oh, half man. inch vertical. That is some ups there. Maybe we get some oops from him maybe when he gets in the game. Like to see some oops from that. Yeah, I think so. He's not much of a shooter, but again, defense athletic long wingspan you know loves to play defense slipped in the draft so when we picked up the 36 pick is because of the trade that we did with the uh with the sixers so from the sixers we picked up josh richardson so he's pretty good he played we played them a couple times last year and he had some uh, decent games against us so again about a six 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 seven you know three and d guy so so far in the draft we've got three we, we picked up two and then in free agency we picked up another one so that's that's good. You know, the Mavericks are building around Luka. Luka's going to create. He's going to get wide open shooters. So did you guys know that the Mavericks were number two in the league last year on wide open looks? Ooh, so wow. wide open looks, meaning there's not anybody within five feet of you. Oh, wow. You're getting wide open shots because of Luka. So now we got guys that all they need to do is wait for the ball. You know, back cut, set picks, and then, you know, get off into the into the corners. And Luka will find you. And those guys are going to, they're going to have a field day just shooting wide open threes with uh, with our boy Luca. All right, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about uh, Seth Curry. I'm going to miss him. Yeah. I think that uh, it's a good pickup for the uh, for the 76ers. For us, it's a little bit of a loss. But again, man, I uh, as much as I love him and as great as the shooter he is, just another tiny guard that we don't need. Yeah. Brunson, he's a tiny guard that we're going to keep because that's Luca's backup. He, and he's a pure point guard. And I love, you know, and I love uh, Brunson. Um, but, you know, J.J. Barea hasn't officially retired, but I think this might be done. 
I really want Trey Burke because he showed out in the playoffs. And I just saw a little while ago around 8.04, it looks like we just re-signed Trey Burke to a three-year deal. Nice. Yeah, I liked him, man. He showed up in the playoffs for sure. He was hitting shots all over the place. And when he gets on and he's on fire, man, he's hard to stop. And he can drive on people too. He's quick. So that's what I liked about him. Yeah, very, very fast, very smooth, very tricky type player. So I'm glad that we kept him. So, so far, we're looking pretty good, man, with the draft picks. And let's see what happens in uh, in free agency. All over, man, the Twitter's blowing up right now because this is the night when things start happening. Let's see what's on You there. know, for example, we have here uh, Woj and Shams are all over it. So it looks like Gallo might be going to the Hawks. So Danilo Gallinari, um, he, there was rumors that he might be coming to Dallas. Yeah. I don't really like him that much. He's the kind of guy that needs the ball. He packs the ball a lot. You know, yeah. he goes one-on-one -on -one a lot. I don't want that on my team, to be honest with you. We have Luca. We have our guy that dominates the ball. We don't need another guy that's that's a black hole that you right. throw in the ball and then it doesn't, you know, it just kind of sticks. I didn't really want that. And uh, who else we got out here? Rodney Hood going to the Blazers. Eh, who cares? Huh. Uh, any other interesting? Uh, Dwight Howard. Looks like he's going to the Sixers, so he's leaving the Lakers. Huh. We're going to the Sixers for a one-year deal. It looks like the Lakers are trying to replace him with uh, with Mark Gasol. So I thought Mark Gasol was gone. So I. I thought for sure he'd be back in Spain and he would play pro over there and just kind of play one or two more years and then retire. But it looks like he's trying to give the NBA one more year. So the Lakers look like they might uh, might pick him up. Oh, nice. Yeah, there's a whole bunch here. What's uh, De'Aaron Fox? What's happened with him? Is he going somewhere on a trade? No, he stayed with they, – they signed him to a three-year extension, okay. which is fine because – I don't really, I don't really think he's that great. So if he's sticking around with Sacramento, that's fine. Yeah, and that's just another, that's just another guard that I'm not scared of. You know what I mean? What I do want, I want Buddy, I want Buddy Healed. I don't know about you, I would love it if the Mavericks signed Buddy Healed. That guy, that guy can shoot his, you know what, off. Yeah, I would like to have him, dude. He, he doesn't play that good a defense, but you know, I don't think we need that. You throw in those other defenders around, he can shoot like crazy and he can score. That's what we need, just some, some more scores because we were leading the league last year, which is crazy and amazing. But you add a couple more players, man, to get some defense, I think we can go a long way. And now you don't have to worry about Golden State with the whole uh, Achilles heel. Oh, dude, that's terrible for them, man. That's terrible for him, man. Clay Thompson. That is that is a yeah. heartbreaker because I really do yeah. like Clay Thompson, man. I can't believe he missed one entire year with the ACL and now he's going to miss with an Achilles. Oh, God, Achilles. Achilles for a for a guard. Yeah, it's hard to come back from. That's a tough that's a tough injury for everybody, but especially a guard. I mean, look at JJ. JJ was recovering from Achilles surgery last year, and you can tell, man, he lost a step. You know, it's just when you're a guard and you depend and you depend on your especially a a, a hard nosed defensive guard. Most people don't know that he's a top defender. Not only is he a great shooter. He defends his butt off. Yeah. So that's gonna really that's gonna really suck for yeah, them. Yeah, it's gonna suck for them. So we don't have to worry about them. I and mean, Houston's all breaking up too. So that's two teams right there that we don't really that we don't have to worry about. Oh dude. I was talking to my boy from Houston the other day, two days ago, and he was like, Man, I don't know what the heck is going on with the yeah. with the with the Rockets. And the thing is that when you have a guy in Harden that basically said no to $50 million a year. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Come on. Dude. He said no. Yeah. <laughs> it'll, it'll be a two, 
It'll be the two uh, two years, a hundred million dollars, and he said no. I mean, at a principal, you tell you got to get rid of that guy, don't you? Yeah, yeah, you have to. Come on, man, you're out of here. He's not gonna play for you. And now he wants to team up over there in Brooklyn with another super team. Of oh, course, so, of course. Yeah, I just saw that uh, Montrez Harrell signed with the Lakers. Montrez oh, Harrell. Damn. Oh damn! Wow. Oh, that's what just they got. Came out. Oh. Well, that's a good pickup for them. Damn Lakers. Can't stand them either. Yeah, we could have had him. Yeah. Yeah, I liked him a lot too. We have um we have our junkyard dog coming back though. Dwight Dwight Powell. Yeah. Coming off an Achilles injury as well. But they said that he's ahead of schedule. He's having full workouts already. So Dwight Powell, that's the guy that we really missed in the playoffs. That's your your guy that was rolled to the basket, do all the dirty work pick up boards. You never ran plays for him. That guy just, you know, all his plays were off hustle. So I'm hoping that he comes back strong and I'm, and, uh, I'm excited to get him back. Let's go ahead and just go into free agency real quick. And I'm going to start throwing some names out and you stop me when you hear a name that you're in- interested in. All right. So I'm going to go with unrestricted free agents. I don't really care about uh, restricted ones because your team can keep you. Jeremy Grant out of Denver. Uh, Jordan Clarkson out of Utah. Christian Wood out of Detroit, uh, Rodney Hood, Goran Dragic, Myers Leonard. What about Gorgon Dragic? Man, I wanted him five years ago, not now. He's kind of old now. He's Too like old. 35, 36 already. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's. I don't. I just don't know where he's going to get minutes. I don't. I don't hate. Even though he's good, I don't, I don't think he would get very many minutes with us. I just think we need a veteran, some kind of veteran on our team to just help, like a couple of veterans. Maybe they don't play. They jump in and play a little okay. bit. Well, you want to talk about veterans. What about Gordon Hayward out of, out of uh, Boston? Apparently, he wants out of Boston. Yeah, something like that. I think that would be good. You can come in, throw a good couple minutes, play hard, but show the young guys what this is all about. Like, hey, this is how you do it. And that's what I think we need. Just a couple of those. Maybe just one. Just come in and help out to show all these young guys what's up. Fred Van Bleet, tiny guard, not interested. No, I'm not uh, interested in that. Uh, Joe Harris. I like Joe Harris out of uh, Brooklyn, but... I don't think they're going to let him go, to be quite honest with you. Jay Crowder, eh, maybe. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Come back. Yeah, it's time. How old is he? You know how old he is? Um, I will tell you in 35 seconds. He is 30. 30? That's, I mean, yeah, he's a tough, he's a tough defender. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he was here once. I don't know. What else? Uh, those are some of the most interesting names. I think the only problem with Gordon Hayward is he wants a ton of money. Yeah. Like he he said no to a ton of money in Boston. So he apparently he thinks he can make a ton of money somewhere else. Yeah. And somebody probably will pay him, but not us. No. Uh, I don't think we're going to – we're not going to pay that guy $36 million. What about Victor Opetonino? <laughs> that, that wasn't even close. Oladipo? I was just looking him up. Victor Oladipo. What about him? Is he taken? Where's he at? Is he taking? Anybody taking him I'm yet? looking right now. I don't up? see – yeah, he's. Yeah, I don't see any news on him. Ah, uh, my guy David uh, Davis Bertans. He signed with Washington. He re-signed with Washington. I really like that guy. I was hoping that we make a play for him. Oh, I was looking at that. I had him on my list too. What about Bodong? Bodon? Bodon Dobodovic? No, signed? they had him on the trading blocks, and apparently that that uh, to to the Bucks, but then it fell through. So it didn't happen. So I think he's still available. What do you think about him? I like him a lot. I would love to have him on the team. He'd, he'd be great. I don't know if we're going to be able to pay him what he wants. He's probably going to make a ton of money. But, I mean, you got you got money, man. You spend it. Yeah, we have money. Spend it. I don't know. I hope the Mavericks don't sit around and keep their powder dry, quote, unquote, no. and try to and, and try to wait till next year. No, you got to spend it now with the with the salary they got, with what they're paying Luka right now. He's, he's going to get a lot of money once he's up. 
go for it. And that's what I thought. That's what I read they were going to do. They were, they're open to all trades. They're going for it this year. Defenders. I mean, we were the top shooting team in the league, the best offense in the league. You throw in some defenders and you get everyone back and healthy. Brunson, like you said, get everyone out there healthy playing the playoffs. I think it's a whole different ball game. I mean, I think we can, I think we can do something. And, you know, Porzingis has to be healthy too. He has to be healthy and rolling with us too. And I think we'd be hard to stop. Well, um, they made an announcement about KP. So KP is going to be out until early January, which is fine because the season doesn't start till December 22nd. So he may miss the first couple of weeks of the season, but then he'll be back. Um, so that's fine. Okay. I think we should probably take a break real quick. And then I'll grab uh, I'll grab our boy Flacco. That was some good Mavericks talk, guys. We'll do a commercial break, and then we'll be right back. Hey, One Leg Faders. This is your boy, Toronto. And today I want to talk to you about WGW Media. Have you ever been to a wedding or a party where the DJ was playing all the wrong music and no one was dancing? With WGW Media's DJ and MC services, you don't got to worry about all that. With over 15 years in the game, WGW Media can do bar mitzvahs, weddings, quinceañeras, divorce parties, or whatever event you want to celebrate. WGW Media provides a professional MC and an outstanding DJ to get the party hopping, and they guarantee to get your guests off their chairs and onto the dance floor. Do you like Top 40, reggaeton, country, 90s hip-hop, salsa, or a mix of everything? Well, WGW can make it happen. Please go to WGW gwmedia.com for a free quote or call 469-554-8606 today all right we're back so we're gonna go ahead and introduce our guest tonight it's flaco i call him flaco the taco the flamboyant flamingo so everyone give it up for flaco everyone what's up flaco so flaco looks like if a puerto rican and the Hobbit or the little elf from uh, Harry Potter had a baby. That's what he looks like. He looks like Dobie, the little, the little, the, the old ass looking little elf from Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. Black was a sexy man. Yeah, he's good. Always uh, 60 years old and still has abs. Yeah, how old are you, anyways, man? 53? 53? Yep. That's, I'm telling you, man, if you could have a picture on the wow. Zoom, this guy looks like he's 29. <laughs> he's, all, he's ripped. And he's got, the, yeah. he's got the beautiful gauge earrings with his uh, big old ears. And he's always got hoodies because he's always cold. Well, that I'm always cold is Kenzito's house. It's always cold. Yeah. I keep, it pretty, I keep it pretty cold in here. And I won't, I won't lie to you. I, I don't like stale air. Um, I, I like to keep it nice and cool. Yeah. <laughs> we got a segment, Flaco, that we do every single week. Uh, Flaco is my brother from another mother, so we've been friends forever, since I was like 16 years old. I mean, he's basically my, my other brother, and uh, he lives in Austin now, moved to Austin, you know, what, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, something like that? Uh, he's 13, uh, 11. 11 years he's been in Austin already, that was fast, golly, man. But uh, he loves Austin, he's probably never going to move back to DFW, but he does come up here from time to time and visit, so he just kind of popped in over the weekend so a nice little surprise we're gonna start a segment and uh he can jump in we can all jump in it's called this or that so basically i'm gonna describe two two topics and we'll pick which one we want to talk about all right first topic is going to be the service industry most of us have worked in the service industry that's the first one or we could talk about the pain in the bottom of my right heel it's been hurting for about three or four weeks nobody so. wants to talk about your, morning, so. your stupid foot your stupid puppy feet nobody wants to talk about your dumb ugly stupid have you ever seen the bottom of my foot before 
Yeah, he got gout. <laughs> <laughs> you, and your cousin, you and your cousin, y'all both got gout. <laughs> it's been hurting, man. I was hoping y'all would talk about that. So I guess we'll talk about the service industry then, man. Let's go in and talk about that. So uh, the reason why I brought that up, wanted to bring that up, because our guest Flacco, he worked in the service industry. And I think I started meeting him when he was actually working in the service industry at the Village Station. Remember the Village Station old school and the S4? Oh, yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, it's called now the S4. It used to be the Village Station. Yeah, and I remember we'd go every Wednesday night and we'd see him up there bartending upstairs and he would hook us up with uh, $2 drinks. I don't know if he's hooking us up. I just remember they were $2. And I always got that cherry vodka sour. I know it's sort of a weak drink, but that's what I always got. We drink for a weak man. <laughs> and I just remember those days. <laughs> Let's talk to Flacco since he's here with us today. Flacco, tell us about all your clubs and all the different jobs that you did in the service industry. I worked in the service industry like for 25 years. I done um, S4, Adi Caliente in Dallas, Adi Chipotle. And then when I moved to Austin, I worked at All Can Harry's for like 11 years. And most of that time was spent with bartending with most of it? Yeah, in bar bagging. Bartending and bar bagging with his shirt off and tiny little shorts. So it looks like Studio, <laughs> no, I don't studio, about, I don't studio about, 54. I don't know about tiny little shorts, but... <laughs> <laughs> I do remember ever since I've known this guy, I mean, he's had a six pack or eight pack. Ever since I've known him, the guy's 53, he still has an eight pack right now. It's crazy. I remember him at the, uh, what is that, Old Ken, what was it, Old Ken what? Old Ken Harry's. But I remember the old school Old Ken uh, Henry's or whatever they are, Harry's. Yeah. Used to work in Austin. Yeah, we went up there a couple of times. It was a good, good fun time. I remember one time I called him, because every time I went to Austin, I'd text him, say what's up. And one time he's like, come out, man. I'm, I'm, I I, I get you some, you know, hook you up with some drinks, whatever. And we go out there. My boy Pace was out there. We'll shout out to Pace and my wife and a bunch of people. We go out there and we get there and he's bar back and he's not, he's not, he's not, he's not serving. He's like, oh, I can't, I can't hook you up. I'm like, damn. So anyway, he just can't, like, what the hell? So I couldn't even hook us up. Hey, I never said that I hooked you up. You always said, hook me up. <laughs> oh, that's true. That is, that is, uh, hey, spot on. That's what you say. Exactly. I'm always looking for the freebies. Always, yep. always cheapy, peepee. Over here. Always looking for the free handout. Yeah, when he said, come on. So I was like, all right. So I just thought that meant yes. So anyways, that says, night. says, come see you, Mike. Not like I'm going to pay for your night. Oh, yeah. Well, I just thought he was going to hook us up with some drinks. I'd pay. Just thought I'd get like those $2 cherry vodka sours again. But that night. Thanks for the three bucks. Yeah. That night, our guy, uh, Jason Pace, with everyone knows. I think you, you know Flocko. You remember Jason Pace? He lived in Austin. Tall white guy he would hang out with. Yeah, you met him before. Yeah. So he was there. Everyone was hitting on him nonstop. Every every guy was hitting on him nonstop. And at the end of the night, for some reason, he just rips off his shirt and he's just dancing all night with his shirt like unbuttoned and he's just dancing. And you know Pace like, yeah, yeah, and just popping in the middle. It's so funny. And it was all of those drinks all night long that we drank. But it was a fun time up there. Did he get tipped? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Actually, he did. Now that you said that, people were stuffing money down his pants. Tipping <laughs> 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 the front. And okay. I still got a picture I of I remember that night because I was in Austin yeah. for that. I think, I don't know what we're in. Why were we in Austin? Was it, something was going on. But anyway, I remember that because at one point, he started looking around and he, and he started realizing that everybody was looking at him. And he, was, he went from, you know, 100% dancing, sweating, having a great time. So all of a sudden he goes, I gotta go. And then he just turned around and walked out the door and just left and didn't even say bye. And he kind of walked, <laughs> walked out of the place. <laughs> I remember that everyone was staring at him, man. Those are some good times there. I love Austin. Every time I go, I have some good times. It's a great time. So Flacco, when he worked at JR's, that was the name of it, right? Yeah. So he was the bartender at JR's. That was the place I was right next to Sue Ellen, or not Sue Ellen, right next to uh, Village Station. And 
I would always go there before going out to like a to like going to a to a dance club. If I was going to a hip hop club or like a thong club, whatever, I'd always go there first. And Flocko would just feed me drinks. So I would go there and I would always tip Flocko, but all the drinks were on the house. And then I would go to the club and spend no money at the club that I that I went to. So it was it was great. I would spend like twenty dollars for like the entire night and just have a great time. That's, <laughs> that's when you know you got the you know you when you got a, a boy like that, you got good hookups. So that was that was always, and then Flaco knew people in the service industry. So if we went to, if we went to Blue, we didn't pay to get uh, in. If we went to, if we went to the other place, we didn't pay for drinks. If we went to this other place, you know, you got free food. He just had, he knew, he knew everybody in the whole scene. Well, you remember Holly? Oh, I loved Holly. Oh yeah, Holly was great. We used to get stuff of Blue, and we barely paid anything for it. Well, Holly, I got, uh, I actually got Holly that job. So she never charged me for a drink ever, and I would feel bad. But she's like, no, 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 no. Because you know why? Because she was making like 700, 800 bucks a night. <laughs> she, oh, yeah. she was killing it. <laughs> yeah. I remember one night we went out there, man. She, every time we went out there, we went upstairs and there was always drinks. And I remember we all drank. There was me, my cousin Mark, Hennessy, you were there. Uh, I, I mean, there was like eight or nine people there, and our tab was like twenty nine dollars or something. It was ridiculous. No wonder that place went out of business. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, you know what? You always had to tell your cheap ass to tip. Yeah, there you go. I'm calling you out no, today. I would tip. I would give. I would, we would. I was jumping with him so he could so he could punch you right in the head for being cheap. We would give her like hundred and fifty bucks. I'm just saying, everywhere our tab was like twenty nine dollars for every everybody. That was a special place where you met your wife, Kenny. Well, you got to save that story because that's going to be when we do the wives oh, that's episode. Right. So save that story. Stay tuned for the wives episode. Let's save that story. But that <laughs> not one of that night said you didn't meet your your wife now. I think the tab was like $29. And I tipped Flacco. I think I tipped it like 150 I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> but the service industry, the service industry is tough, man. I waited tables. I bartended. I cooked. I even managed a restaurant. Me and Mike actually worked at Chips together. Remember the, <laughs> yeah. the hamburger place? We worked there on the weekends. Yeah. So I had a job Monday through Friday. And then on the weekends, on Friday nights, all day Saturday and all day Sunday, double shift Saturday, double shift Sunday, we worked at Chips Burgers. So Mike would, Mike was the, what the heck were you? Were you a bus boy? I don't even know what the heck no, you was a cashier. What I was, was your a, job? I was a cashier at the front. That's all I did. I was so just you, a cashier. You were the cashier. Yeah. We had three cooks. And then I was the manager for the whole for the whole weekend, and all we did was eat burgers and then hang out in Addison and go drink after we got out, after we closed the restaurant every yeah. every weekend. But that lasted a good long while. We did it for almost two months. Yeah, I think I gained like twenty pounds. So we did was make double cheeseburgers and bacon. Oh, yeah. yeah, but you know what? Like in the service industry, the worst is the bachelor parties. Oh, the bachelorette parties. Yes, especially when it comes to a gay bar. Why? Because, oh my God, they're so annoying. Each one of them order a different shot. And then they're like, can you take your shirt off? And they're like, no, I'm like, it's only what you want to drink. And they don't hit either. Man, imagine me at a bachelorette party. That'd yeah. be horrible. No, nah, yeah, you would, that, that, that would be horrible. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want to imagine it at all. <laughs> no, not be tipping. Oh man! But I remember one time we went to a party, and then these girls that you knew. I don't know how you knew these girls. You knew them from high school, or they were friends of yours, or something. And I guess they were having a party, and they were supposed to have like a like a male dancer come over and dance for them. And then something happened. The guy didn't show up, or he canceled. 
and Mike ended up dancing. So I went to the I went to the party, and I you know I'm I'm you know dressed like to go to the club, and then all of a sudden Mike starts doing this dance, and all these girls they start going crazy, and then Mike sticks his clothes off with all his no muscles, the kangaroo pouch, the hair everywhere. It looks like a little orangutan dancing around this little apartment, and these chicks are just crying laughing because they're not uh, attracted by any means. They're just enjoying the comedy show that Mike is, Mike is putting together. Another another uh, instance where Mike just has nerves of steel. He, he's, got, he's, got, he's not scared of anything. He does his little dance, and then they turn the lights back on and turn the music off, and nobody really talks. It's just kind of dead silence. Yeah. So Mike is sitting there in his little shorts with no shirt, sitting Indian style next to his friends, and I'm like, what are we doing? Can we leave, please? It's the most uncomfortable five minutes of my life until until he finally got his clothes back on and and we left so it was fun everybody was laughing but at the end it it was a bad dismount the worst dismount you've ever seen in your life well i I knew you were feeling uncomfortable so i just kept sitting there in your style because i could see you were just sweating all uncomfortable and everyone it was dead silent i love those awkward silences it was was weird i also remember when uh we walked in kenny was the first one in all the ladies like "Ooh, yeah who's this sexy guy we're gonna have a sexy stripper today and then they're all excited and then i showed up right behind him in my short shorts and my shirt and they were just faces went from a happy oh it's gonna be so fun to oh my god what is this and then i just started dancing it was i had some moves though man i was i was putting it down i was twerking my back and i was getting on them they loved it they tipped me man they tipped me some money so i had a great time that's the service industry man it's it's crazy you get no time off ever you're always you're always drunk you know what you don't you don't get no time off because like for the past 25 years i've been working Thursday, oh, Friday, man. Saturday, and Sunday. And like now, it's oh. like, you know, like lately, I'll be able to, you know, come and celebrate with the boys' birthdays and stuff like that. But normally, when you work service industry, you're literally just a slave when it comes to the weekends. Of course, that's when you make the most money. And it's hard for you kind of like to get away from that yeah. kind of business. Sometimes. What do you do now? Nothing. I'm a kept husband. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't. Oh. He doesn't have a little. Part-time. I have a little part time, but that's it. How about your part time? What is it? What is it? <laughs> I literally just kind of like uh, we stage houses, so we take uh, furniture when somebody's gonna sell a house. We take furniture there, and we stage everything. And we then when the house gets when they sell the house, we take everything out. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that sounds. Interesting, yeah. I guess. How do you come up? You just come up with whatever you want to stage it with? Or you got you got to look at the color of the house? Oh, no, I don't. The, we, like the owner, he's he picks everything that wants to go inside the house and everything. And then we just take everything there and then they, you know, we stage it. Wait, you take it there? Physically? Yeah, Man. we do. Me and him. Man, so. this guy's 53 years old. He's ripped, moving furniture around. He's living couches and armoires and... And all kinds of stuff. That's why you stay swole. Dang, I need to get that job, man. My mar- maybe that'll help my marsupial pouch. <laughs> no, nothing will help the marsupial pouch. <laughs> oh, pouch, not pouch. You don't know what a marsupial pouch is? No. Uh, you know what a you know what a kangaroo is? Oh, okay. A kangaroo is yeah. a, a marsupial. Oh, okay. And you know how you got the little pouch? Yeah. Never goes away. That's what Mike has. So no matter how skinny he gets, <laughs> the little pouch is always it's always there. <laughs> What do we got going on for the uh, top three, bottom three? All right, so top three, bottom three. Um, I think that Flacco has his own top three, bottom three. What do, you, what, do you, what do you want your top three, bottom three to be, Flacco? Well, I picked 
What topic is it? That's a great topic. I love that topic. Yeah, sure. He can't read his own writing because he writes like <laughs> a he, write, he writes like a three year old. I need my glasses. All right, I'll tell you what he picked. He picked top three, bottom three TV shows. Now it's time for top three, bottom three. <laughs> so his his top three and his oh, bottom three like TV series. Okay, cool. Like it. All right. So go ahead and start uh-huh. start with the top three. So the top three for me, one is a is a Spanish one. It's called La Casa de Papel, <laughs> the house of the house of toilet paper. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> and it's called actually the Heights, and it's about like um <clears throat> how these um, people rob this bank and stuff like that. But they're like it's so smart how they try to how they have a professor and he tried to outsmart everybody like other like you know the police and everything, and they think ahead of them how they can get away with getting away from that. And it was actually, they did it in uh, Spain and it, it wasn't that popular. Then Netflix picked it up. And then when Netflix picked it up, it became re- really popular that they did, they did a uh, second season and now they're going to do a third season. Yeah, nice. That. Now, yeah, I've actually seen that. Never heard, never heard of that in uh-huh. my entire life. What's next? I always like the Vikings areas, the Vikings. Oh, Vikings! Yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. So, I gave up after season after season two. I quit watching. It, it. gets better. It gets better. Oh yeah. Huh. <laughs> and then um, I, I didn't like it. I didn't like it when when the wife divorced. I like the, the when they when the husband and the wife were together at the beginning. That's what I like. But then they got divorced, and then she went off with the the king of England or whatever that guy was. He got on my nerves. I didn't oh, like no, that. But it gets better than that because, you know, his, heart, his son started like growing up and, you know, and they become like the ones who's going to rule the new kingdom and stuff like that. And then the one that was like the cripple one, mm-hmm. he's in the head. So he's like the best one because he literally just wants to like backstab his whole family. <laughs> All right. What's your number one TV series? TV series that I don't like? No, your top, your, your favorite. I saw um, Marco's the one mm. with Pablo Escobar. I like that it's one. The, it's the one after Pablo Escobar, and it's the it's the Cali cartel. So the one, the Cali cartel, that one was really good because they had three guys that were in charge of the Cali cartel. That were there were or four guys that were in charge of the Cali cartel. Oh, nice! And uh, those were those were yeah, there they are. There's a picture of them right there. Those that, that one was really good. I would recommend that one. What sure. I like about those series, they're all different, right? Each 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 season is a different, like. Type of well, the first two is is Pablo, and then season three is the Cali cartel, and then season four is uh Narcos Mexico. Um, and that one was really solid too. And then Narcos Mexico is going to keep going, and then eventually it's going to go into the story of uh El Chapo. Oh, nice, you know, supposedly before all the men became like the big Narcos and stuff like that, there was some women that they were in charge of all that. And that's how a lot of them became after that. Yeah, there was a, in the Cali cartel, one the in the Narcos Mexico, there's one, there's one woman that's in charge of, uh, of her own part of the cartel, so she's like a big boss too. But uh, uh, that's the one with Diego Luna. 
the Narcos Mexico. And that was, man, those are excellent too. Both the seasons that he had with that one. Uh, so all these, were these all series that are on now or all time series? Well, they just happen to be on right now, but are those your favorite Flaco series of all time? Your favorite TV shows of all time? Well, Vikings is done, but the other two, Narcos and uh, La Casa de Papel, they still making episodes for that. Oh, nice. And those are your all time favorite? Yes. So yeah. if you had it, uh, we, we're not, we don't have time to do top three, bottom three for all of us, but if you had a number one series of all time, what would it be, Dirtbag and Mooney? Mine would be Breaking Bad for sure. Love that. Best one ever. Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad is pretty, it's pretty solid, man. This number, it, it's up there, man. I, God, man, it's up there. I, I don't know. What about you there, Ben? I, I like Vikings because that's partly of my heritage. You don't know where you're from. Yes, I do. That or uh, Sons of Anarchy. I really enjoyed that. Sons of Anarchy jumped the shark. It was good for the first couple seasons, but then it got real stupid. I'm like, how many crimes can you guys do and not go to jail ever? They were every episode, they were doing like these crazy shootouts. And they, the fools never got caught. Yeah, that, that's the funny part, man. I mean, a good good series are only like three episodes anyway, so I, I usually lose interest, but I like that one. Uh, what's yours, Kenny? All right. Um, I To me, number one, um, the GOAT has got to be Sopranos. Sopranos started it all. Uh, Sopranos was like a movie. Every week was a, was, was a one-hour movie. That's how great The Sopranos was. The attention to detail, the intricacies of the characters, you know, it was it was so great. And now I've gone back and I've revisited because there's two stars on The Sopranos that got their own podcast, and uh, it's called Talking Sopranos. And they're going by back and they're going episode by episode, the behind the scenes stuff. They're dissecting the episode from their perspective. They're having guests, you know, producers, directors, actors that were on the series. It's great. So if you don't, if you never got to see Sopranos or you haven't seen it in, you know, 10, 15 years, I definitely recommend go back and watch The Sopranos and then you'll be like, oh yeah, this is, this is, this is great. Uh, great show, number one. But Breaking Bad, man, it's like right there. It's, it's Sopranos 1A and then Breaking Bad would be 1B. And then I love, and then I love Better Call Saul. Oh, like, yeah, so that, right. right now, like series that are going yeah, on right now, that. I love me some Better Call Saul. It's a little, I love Better Call Saul, but it's a little slow. It's slow, but I oh, like it's it. Slow. It's, it's slow, slow, but I, I like it. it because it's the same people. Detail. It's the same oh, town. Yeah. It's so great. It's like, going, it's like revisiting Breaking Bad. Yeah, I like it, man. I like, it. and I just started watching Sopranos right now. I'm on season one. I just started rewatching it. I'm on episode eight. So it's amazing. It's so many things that I forgot. I saw the whole series. So many things I forgot about it. So it's awesome going back All and right. watching it. So Flacco needs to do his bottom three before we run out of time. So Flacco, give us your bottom three. What is the, the three series that you can't stand? Science fail. He doesn't like You're science fail. This fool does not like what? science fail. Are you crazy? Are you he was not funny. He was not funny at all. Like, I hated that but But the science fail was like, the, the other characters on Seinfeld is what made it so great. Yeah, they talked about George, nothing. That was a great show. They call it Seinfeld. It's called it, uh, so, something else. Yeah. <laughs> well, he started it. Creator. Okay, what's the other one? I always hate Jersey Shore. The stupid shit. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> like, yeah. We're going to have to beat this guy 17,000 times. Every other word. Every other word is F and S. I'm about to beat, 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 beat. And I agree with that one, too. I hated Jersey Shore, too. All right. All the Kardashians. Oh, the Kardashians. Oh, yeah, I hated that too. And finally, they finally canceled it after all these years. And they were yes. like all crying. Oh, look at us. You know, oh, we're going away. Oh, oh come Shut on. Up. I hated man, the, the stupid Kardashian yeah. show. I never watched yeah. it, but I hated it. They're fine, man. What are they crying for? They got billions of dollars. Come on, man. 
Come on. Yeah, they got a she got a crazy husband that lives in the mountains of Montana that I think that fool actually got like sixty thousand votes. There's sixty thousand dumb Americans that voted for that idiot for the president of the United States. Oh my god, I know. <laughs> uh, what is going on with the world lately? Oh man. Well, that's our show, man. Thanks, Flocka, for coming out, man. Love it. We'll probably have some Thanks, more guests Flocka. coming. You're welcome, guys. All right, man. Y'all stay faded. Y'all stay faded, everybody. Peace out. Oh, shut it down.